Case Study 0022, Beth Racers, with podcaster Jason Carpenter. In a dystopian future, contestants compete in a cross-country road race in which killing is part of the game. Dope. So, Jason, how are you doing? I am doing great. I am doing so great. I'm surrounded by clown love. I just feel so mm. part of the Juggalo community right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's You know what? That's great. It's good to be part of a community, I think. It is, isn't it? Even if they're hatchet-wielding <laughs> maniacs. <laughs> this movie, um, it was actually exactly what I thought it was going to be, and also blew my mind at how insane it was <laughs> they are the insane clown posse after all right that's true that's yeah. true that's true let's get into it it's 2008 this movie was made yes and it starts off with the narrator saying it's three years from now yes but it's also 2033 within the first 30 seconds you're already mm -hmm. super confused about yep. the backstory and what's interesting is this movie is nothing but backstory Every five minutes, we're showing a news report, mm -hmm. and it starts off with a voice screaming at you going, Death Race! And then you have these two reporters who tell us what we just saw in the previous scene. Yep. That's it's, the yep. whole movie. And then even <laughs> in the beginning, where three... It's funny, because I loved that old show, Max Hedrum. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And the whole concept was of that was 20 minutes into the future. And I was like, oh, like it, you never catch up. So when the movie started off and it said three years from now, I go, oh, that's really cool. They're going with this mm -hmm. weird. Nope. And then they say the year 2033. <laughs> like, what? Right. Okay, what is going on here? Yeah. they. At the very beginning, you realize they don't care. They had two weeks to make this movie is what happened. I looked that up. Are you serious? It was only yeah. two weeks? Yeah. I mean. Roy. Yeah. I don't know who approached who, but apparently the Asylum mm -hmm. said, we will distribute a movie if you make a movie called Death Race or Death Racers and you shoot it in two weeks, we'll distribute it. So the director, Roy Nim, Roy Krim, mm -hmm. who runs with the Insane Clown Posse, he's probably the least <laughs> insane member, but him and ICP got together and they shot this completely incomprehensible masterpiece death racers to compete with <laughs> the jason statham remake right uh, it's so weird of of a movie called death race so they it was just like so weird meta and there are so many mockbusters that i didn't realize were mockbusters of remakes because oh, i didn't rem yeah like last week was android cop and i had totally forgotten that robocop had been remade in 2014 yeah, yeah. So I appreciate that it's a mockbuster because I never saw, I didn't see the remake, but it was very much like the original. Yes. Death Race 2000? 
2020 i don't know whatever it is yeah i think the first one was death race 2000 and i have to say i have to go listen to that android cop episode because i'll be honest android cop is one of my favorite asylum movies like i oh have such god. fond memories of that that movie was so good isn't like, it <laughs> oh my god it's so awesome michael jai white does not get enough credit not i at thought all. it was funny i was talking to my little brother and i said and we both agreed android cop is better than the robocop remake i didn't see the remake but i do not doubt it yeah it is a better movie it's just so it's a solid cool sci-fi action movie and it has a great fucking twist too so good. i don't remember the twist they'll have oh. to I... well i think that you probably don't remember it because now you just see it as part of the movie maybe yeah yeah maybe i but really enjoyed I... that one yeah it was yeah. really good um all right so um they introduce the the villain what is his name they don't they don't give his name until the next scene. The Reaper, this right. guy, walks on to the screen. We constantly see him up against a police backdrop mm-hmm. where he's 90 inches tall. And I was like, what? So I looked it up. That's two and a half yards or seven <laughs> feet. Now, I don't know if he's actually seven feet tall. He is a professional wrestler, apparently. Right. Yeah, but I was I like, nine, 90 inches. I don't even think the police chart goes that high. How often do they arrest someone and they're like, oh, Good thing we have a 92-inch chart. Um, but yeah, that's Reaper. And we learn that this was the best setup for a movie ever. I've been chuckling all day long. The setup of the movie is the, the, the one million most insane Americans. <laughs> are, I mean, right there, that's just great. Are put yes. in a giant prison that's mm-hmm. directly over America's water supply. <laughs> So, I mean, like, whenever I hear the term, they kept talking about America's water supply. Mm-hmm. I just kept thinking, they don't care. <laughs> like, that is such a dumb gimmick. Yeah, there's just, like, one yeah. aquifier. There's one well. For the entire nation. For the entire nation. And then we find out the movie takes place in California. So, I'm like, what is going on? It's not even centrally located. You no, it's not. Ship that water for a really far distance. That's not yes. going to work out. And Reaper and his loyal assistant, Doctor Shank, <laughs> have a giant barrel that just says "Saren" on the side of it. It's funny because yes. this movie was such a product of its time. We have a group called oh Homeland Security. Mm-hmm. Saren is a huge plot thing. I think nowadays people would be like, "What's Saren?" Like you would exactly. have to go look it up. And his goal, Reaper's goal, is in four weeks. He wants to have 100% pure sarin, because right mm-hmm. now it's only 62%. He's right. very disappointed in that. Mm-hmm. He, wants to put a, <laughs> he wants to put 100% pure sarin into America's water supply in one location. And Dr. Shank goes, that's impossible. This is a whole plot point. The whole movie is Dr. Shank going, that's impossible. Yeah. And then while this is going on, there's a hillbilly with a spear in the lab trying to hunt a mouse. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part because it seemed inconsequential. I don't it know. It is. It is. But it, then you have a, a undercover journalist who's taking a nap in the laboratory, and he's woken up <laughs> by the guy hunting the mouse. He grabs his camcorder and records Reaper saying, in four weeks, we're going to dump 100% pure. That's what sets the whole yep. plot going. Right. Uh, spoiler alert, the hillbilly does not get to eat the mouse. He is quickly killed by the Reaper, and then the Reaper smashes the rat with his foot. Oh, right, 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 right. 
And yes. you go, you can say, Jason, this is all inconsequential. The whole movie is inconsequential. <laughs> like you can break down these things. But I remember, and I'll say this, my notes got less and less detailed as the movie progressed. Because <laughs> I was like, I, I don't, I have to go to Hatchetpedia. I'm like, what is going on? There's a long write-up. But yeah, that's the setup. Yeah, no, and I was really upset to see the character Zit killed off because I felt like he was going to really add a lot of flavor to this movie. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> he was the Quasimodo. He was the soul yes. of Reaper's operation. Like, would he yes. Would he show his worth? No, nah, he just got a uh, spearhead through the chest. Mm, that's too bad. If you look at the people who made this movie, uh, uh, Ron, I already forgot his name, Roy Krim, and mm. the two other guys who wrote it, yeah. They are some of the best special effects artists in Hollywood. If you've watched a movie or a television show in the past 20 years, you've seen their work. They worked on The Abyss. They worked on, yeah, they've worked for um, the Coen brothers. They do ton. It's fascinating. What? Yeah, their filmography, because I'm very familiar. I actually Twitter, I actually reached out to Roy Krim for another movie he did. I'm going to pronounce his name different each time. <laughs> I, I reached out to him a couple years ago because he made my favorite bad movie ever, uh, Demons at the Door. And I reached out to him, and he seems to be a pretty cool guy. He I think he knows these movies are pretty goofy, but he his day job is working on Academy Award-winning films. He was the creature supervisor for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Like, he designed a bunch of those monsters. I mean, that makes sense, but yeah. in a fun way. Yes. But uh, The Abyss and the others you mentioned blow my mind <laughs> blow you, my fucking mind could you imagine he's walking off the set of death racers and he's like hey what's up jimmy and james cameron's like hey hey roy how's that special effect coming it's weird because the special effects in this movie are terrible yeah yeah uh, yeah they were terrible and i felt like they just didn't really care as knowing this now they were just like just throw it together. It's fucking fine. Whatever. Yeah, we have two weeks. Let's have a cyborg with a, just a <laughs> robot arm, and we'll just add in a sound effect going, he's done. Oh, my God. The cyborg sound effect's so bad. But he's also in this scene that we should get back to because yes. he's looking for the video team who's recording the conversation. Yes. And... He mistakes one of the other scientists as video team for some reason. Oh, because he's holding the camera. Yes. That he was punches, clever. Yes. Yeah. He punched straight through his chest, and I loved it. <laughs> that hollow, that scientist, he just had a hollow <laughs> hole in his chest. No organs, no bones. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's great. It was great. Loved it. I will say this. I don't, 2008, I'm not for sure, but... What happens is the robot man kills the scientist. He's given mm -hmm. the order, specifically kill the man with the camera. So the teenager gives the camera to someone else who's dressed in a lab coat, who's in like his 40s. It's a totally different mm -hmm. guy. And the robot just kills him. And then we find out that this is a Wi-Fi camera and it was broadcasting across the Internet. Was that capable in 2008? Did Death Racers predict oh. live streaming? They specifically say it's hooked up to Wi-Fi. The world knows. They may have. They may have. They, they were ahead have. of their time. They were. And then Reaper goes, two weeks? Uh-uh. Now you have four days. <laughs> yes. Doctor. So now he has four days to make Saren 100% mm -hmm. effective. Throughout the whole movie, he keeps pushing the, uh, the, the time closer yeah. and closer. And he keeps killing all the scientists, not realizing yes. that he probably shouldn't be doing that if he wants this to happen. Probably not. Yes, yes. But yeah. we learn eventually that doctor, because, yeah, it goes from four days to one day, and then you have to have right. it done tonight. 
And he does it that day. <laughs> so he didn't need four weeks what to do it. What was the problem? Yes, yes. Maybe he Liar. needed less scientists. This is, okay, we start, after this, we go to the governor's office. Yes. At this point, I was like, really enjoying the music. And I was like, oh my God, am I, am I a juggalo? <laughs> this is so, this is so new for me. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> it's well it, here's the thing if you don't like the song when you first hear it you're going to hear it eight more times throughout <laughs> the course of this movie like they only play the same four or five songs which was disappointing yeah. i thought they have this huge discography you think they would have almost a different song to me it wasn't enough of a love letter for the juggalo community it actually was icp a little light on the icp i felt wow um yeah as someone completely unfemiliar with ICP, I got to disagree, but that's, that's fine. <laughs> it was just that's enough. Fine. It was the perfect amount of ICP. <laughs> All right. The, the governor, I, I kind of love the governor. He had a very Brian Doyle Murray voice, which was comforting. He's yelling at everyone. He, you know what? I don't even know. Did he find out about the Saren? Is that why he's angry and everything? Yeah, so FX, his Wi-Fi enabled camera allowed them oh, to see that. And so now it. we're given even more. This is when we're told that it's over America's water supply due to the schematics is how they call them, not schematics. Mm. Um, this is Governor Reagan Black. And he goes, who's watching the prison? And they go, ah, budget cuts. We don't have any security <laughs> guards. And then they go, let's send in the troops. Oh, every soldier is in Europe. <laughs> What? What is going on? They mentioned later that we're at war with France because we thought they were going to nuke us. That's a plot point that just appears halfway through the movie. I didn't even catch that. I was, <laughs> I was so involved in this death race to the death that I yes. just... It, I love a death race. A, a death race is a good entertaining race. I got to say, yeah. one of my favorite lines the governor says in this scene... <laughs> When was that ever in a million fucking rim job years thought to be a good idea, huh? I wrote down that exact same line. <laughs> that is the best. Like, you can have an epoch, you can have an era, or you can have a fucking million rim job years. Rim job years. That is the best yep. measure of time. It's a great turn of phrase that I've never heard in my life. No, you probably never will again, but we should popularize it. A million rim job years ago. He also, when he's um, he's thinking, he says the word thinking. They're having a conversation. He's like, hold on. Thinking, thinking. Thank you, because I wasn't sure what was going on in this situation. So I really love the uh, narration of that. Thank you. Yes, though. yes, we need to know. He's like, hmm, pondering. <laughs> And then at this point, is this when we first start seeing the news reports? Death race! This is when they come up with the idea of the okay. death race. Yeah. Because the savage run is illegal, so they have to re uh, repackage it as death race. What a bizarre... Like, when I'm watching that scene, I thought, that's... 30 seconds of my life I didn't need. Why did they have, uh, they have to, why is the savage race banned? Oh no, not the savage race. We'll call it a death race. Just say, we're going to have a death race. You don't need backstory for the name, a death race. Yeah, you really didn't. But no. it, Maybe. it helped put some time into the movie. That might be part of the expanded ICP universe. Like we might get a prequel <laughs> called Savage Race that shows the rise of the Reaper. 
I hope so. And why their music got banned in 2017 or whenever it was. Oh, I've actually written down that amazing quote. And that was shocking <laughs> to me, that whole part. Because now it's when oh the gangs show up, the four groups, yes. right? Yes. Yes. And we're the... Go ahead. Go ahead. These are all the... fantastic. <laughs> yes. The objective of the death race is to kill the Reaper. Yes. And that's when they introduce the gangs, the Severed Head Gang. Yes. Homeland Security. Yes, that was my team. <laughs> oh, oh, really? Because mine was Vaginamite. Love that them. Is, that is a great team as well. Queen Bee had the best outfit because I was like, <laughs> I know exactly what you're doing there. You are wearing a pair of fishnet tights as a shirt. You just cut a hole in the crotch, and I love you for doing that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we have the Insane Clown Posse, of course. Yep. Oh, I guess it wasn't 2017 when their music was banned. It was 13 years previous to this movie. So, yes, it would be. So in the year 2020. Right. Yes. I remember that. That was yes, a dark day. That was when the president shut it down. And we got this back. So we get the backstory. The severed head gang uh, chops people's heads off. Super violent. <laughs> they show their car. Vagina mites. <laughs> they're black widows. They have sex with men and then kill them. And we have yep. double D destruction. And what was the other one, the one you just said? Queen Bee. Queen Bee. And then, dude, I was cheering for Homeland Security. Yeah. I thought they were, and this what what sucked, they showed them show up and they were interacting with each other, but then they it was muted and they kept cutting back to the reporters. I bet you they had yeah. some interesting banter and I do like um, Homeland Security team. And then in St. Cloud, and so they're given the backstories. Homeland Security, he's actually, I don't know why he's in prison, but they say um, the Colonel, the leader, he he was a cabinet level position to the president and he successfully persuaded the president to go into war with France over their nuclear concerns. It's a throwaway uh, line. But that totally yeah, well, why there are no tr <laughs> Well, he's flipping people off and like, grabbing his crotch the whole time. It's super distracting because you're trying to watch this anger the exposition. But the insane clown posse, this is their backstory. I wrote this down. Oh, yes. They're told, uh, the, the female reporter goes, they're like Charles Manson. They don't commit crimes, but they inspire others. And then we have yes. this quote. Ever since they were convicted of the Oak Park Elementary School Massacre. Yeah. Ugh. The Stillwater yeah. shooting. Now, that's a de-escalation, right? Like the first one is them killing kids. And now they're like, oh, and then they shot someone. And then the federal building explosion of 2020. And because of the hardcore music they produce, not the other stuff. And because of the hardcore music they produce, ICP has been the scapegoat for troubled youth for almost 20 years. And then the other yes. reporter chimes in, just like Hitler. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. The, oh, okay. There was a point where Andy walked by as I was watching this on my computer. And I just was like, I, I what the fuck? I don't. And he's like, so how's the movie? And I was just, I, don't, I, I have no words right now because the description they just gave of ICP's background is so insane because it happened, like they wrote this before the world turned insane <laughs> and all the stuff they described is actually happened and it makes me um, very uncomfortable. Interesting. The, the massacre, the... Yeah people loving hitler it's just like this is too close to home right now well i'm thinking icp this is your movie 
why would you include that? The first part, Elementary School Massacre, are super tasteless. Um, mm-hmm. and, but you're right. At that point, that was not something that ever happened, really. Right. Never. You would never think it would. No. It was. You're like, oh, yeah, they're so insane. But then when the reporter goes, oh, just like Hitler. Just like Hitler is misunderstood scapegoat from scapegoat for America's youth. What? Right. What? Back when Hitler was a punchline and not something that people actually enjoyed his works and is insane like i would never in a million years in 2008 think that people were actual nazis and proud of it right now so that made me uncomfortable you definitely would not put that with your protagonists in a mainstream movie no you would not compare them to the nazi regime but also that whole background as uncomfortable as it made me right now in 2008 i would have thought it was hilarious because it was so out of left field and not possible at all yeah Interesting. Cheers. And did you know that ice cream truck, they drive around Detroit? That's not a prop. Apparently, (laughs) that ice cream truck, is. I was reading on Hatchetpedia, they named the ice cream truck. That is a vehicle that is part of their show. So that ridiculous, it had a meat grinder on the front. I don't think it devours people in the city of New York, but, or Detroit. Right. It's like one of those clown cars. They just bring it out for special occasions. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I figured that was something that they had. It was something I didn't know about, not having my background in ICP, but I figured it was something they usually did. Just drive around in a giant ice cream truck. Yeah, yeah. The cars so, are cool in this. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like the Jeep. Yeah. They have the, the Lotus. Jeep. The Vagina Mite has that nice little sports car. Yes. Yeah. Where did they get that? This budget did not have the money for that car. Yeah, and the fact that they were, like, painting it and stuff like that, like, I don't think they rented it. They're, like, having chains all on it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the governor chimes in on his uh, TV to tell the, the racers what's going on. And this, he like, whatever, blah, blah, we're getting the backstory of the race. And we find out that he has, like, a remote control stick that can shock them. Mm-hmm. And then one of the severed head gang guy was pissing him off so bad that he pushed the button and his head exploded and it was so cool. And I'm pretty sure Suicide Squad stole that plot point. Oh, I didn't see that. So this movie's ahead of its time. Like when I was watching it, mm-hmm. I was I like agree. that, yeah, this, that has been, I might've been used in movies before, but uh, I've seen it in a lot of movies since. You put the chip in the person's neck to control them. I've seen that in a lot of movies since. And I'm wondering if Death Racers was... I was thinking of like uh, Escape from New York and L.A., but that was more of a disease thing. So I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it is very... You watch that. And that put that... Here's the weird thing. They want to save the world, so they make it a contest. They could have just had them all team up mm-hmm. into their cars. Yep. It did, and then they got ten point. They got they needed a thousand points to get a part, and they should really do prison like this. Honestly, you need Seriously. a thousand. If you get a thousand points, you get a pardon. You get ten points for every criminal you kill. You get, I think, a hundred points or two hundred points for killing the reaper. Right. And. You can't have a real severed head on your car. <laughs> I was like, what? This, it turns out, we find out very quickly, the severed head gang has a severed head on <laughs> mounted on their car, and it's fake. They said the governor would not let us have. We're the severed head gang. We mm-hmm. have 500,000 members, but we can't have a real severed right. head on. Again, such a bizarre decision. The contest is to murder as many people yes. as possible, but one severed head is in poor taste. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Uh, but yeah, the poor severed head gang, Johnny Satanica, 
he is now a team of one, and he has to compete yeah. against these giants like Homeland Security, ICP, yeah. and Vaginamite. He sucks, too, by the way. Hated Are him. you? No. Oh, his journey. He sucked. Uh, okay, his journey. But he was also a really bad stereotype that also made oh, me yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, yeah, no. <laughs> gross. Uh, that's 100%. But I'll <laughs> say, when certain characters died... I went, <gasps> mm -hmm. like, uh, there is a lot of gasping, not gasping for mm -hmm. air because I was trying to kill myself. I was <laughs> like, I was shocked at some of the plot developments. And Johnny Santanica oh, sure. became one of my favorites after Homeland Security met an untimely demise. But we'll get to that. Yeah, shortly. yeah, yeah, yeah. We go back to Reaper and he's found out what's happening. And so he puts up, he has people go up and do an ambush to get these guys and kills more scientists in the process because he's still not getting his sarin fast yes enough. yes so stupid and then we get back to the racers and they're just mowing people down left and right and it's so such a fun scene to see I mean, it's amazing oh my god it's so good just people getting run down people running alongside of cars and getting hit by two by fours and whatnot yes People like, so this, if you've ever wanted to see what a slow speed chase looks like, <laughs> this is it. It's called Death Racers, but these cars are going around a mile per hour. Yeah. People are running up to them mm -hmm. and then jump kicking the driver in the face. <laughs> and then they'd get hit with a chain or they'd fall down and their head would split open. Uh, it was fantastic. Oh. That was a good one. She backed up and just like basically pushed this guy down. Yes, yes. <laughs> and then yes. you show him hit the ground, and when it hits the ground, it full on splits in half. It was amazing. The Gorgeous. special effects in that scene were cool, mm -hmm. but yeah, and you have this gay. You have all these inmates, part of the one million most insane Americans, mm -hmm. are showing up with chains, and they just get <laughs> annihilated by these death racers, and they're scoring points every time someone gets killed. You hear a bing, super <laughs> yes. annoying. Super annoying while like, I'm with the juggalos, I'm chopping trucks up, ba, 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 da. and you're like, oh my God. And you realize we're 10 minutes into the movie. Yes. All right. You mentioned that the ICP truck had a meat grinder in the front of it. Yes, yes. In this scene, I didn't realize it was a meat grinder. I thought that they were trying to make it a sentient truck because it looked as though it was eating one of the yes, prisoners. Yes, yes, Well, it had so much gore on the front of it, it looked like, you're right, it could have looked like a monster mouth, like the car was alive. Yes, and I swear it had teeth, but I don't know for sure if that's right. That's so funny. But yeah, <laughs> they make short work of the Reaper's men, and then... That goes on for about five minutes, and then there's two minutes of the reporters telling us what we just saw. Yeah, and this is when I started going, this movie is not going to be good. Like, I had, <laughs> I was kind of hoping for something, and I realized, uh-oh, this is going to be, this rinse and repeat. I don't know how, I, I'd seen the movie 20 years ago. I actually saw the movie when it first came out. Oh, in the theaters? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I ran down there day one. Like, one ticket, please. Um, I didn't remember much of it. Um, when I mentioned to my little brother I was watching it, he goes, Death Race! Like, he remembered that that <laughs> constant... Do not watch this movie with headphones. It might be embarrassing that other people, other people hear all these racial stereotypes and why you're intently watching it, but the alternative is you have in your headphones and every five minutes a voice screams out, Death race! <laughs> oh, man. We are barely into this movie. <laughs> yeah. 
I have so many notes just about specific kills and severing of body parts and explosions. And I don't even know if it's important to get into because there's just so fucking much of it. <laughs> and I loved it. I'm not complaining about it. I just want to point everyone out because it's so good. What were your favorites? Like, what are the ones that... <laughs> like, there's one coming up where one of the guys in ICP is fighting some other guy and chops off his arm and he starts, like, waving to everybody with the oh, arm. Yes. I yes. love that. Oh, and then he starts painting his truck with the blood from that. Super weird. Yeah. He's like painting yeah. the Hatchet Man logo and the Johnny J or Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope are the two guys. And Violent J is yeah, like, I'm not going to remember that. Uh. <laughs> I'm not going to remember those names, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but I think one of my favorites was when she backed over the guy. And just because his head hit the cement, it just split right open that was so beautiful i was just gonna again reiterate the truck eating a dude but go ahead i was gonna say with the guy splitting his head open that's what we call a pre-existing condition like his head <laughs> was already split and he was barely yeah. hanging on for dear life and he goes i'm gonna go mm -hmm. out in a blaze of glory uh, he hit the head i mean it was a barely a fall i falling on the concrete is not fun but your no, head will not split open like a cantaloupe split your head hit with half. a machete yeah he had, I don't know, his head was stapled together at that point. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Too much sarin gas. At this scene, there's like, ICP is looking at someone, or I don't, I don't remember what's happening, but they've got their back turned to video camera teen who's got a new camera somehow. Yeah. And he's just like, he's like crouched down behind them, thinking they're not going to see him, even though there's nothing hiding him whatsoever. He's just kind of crouched down. <laughs> they, they like slightly turn and they're like hey what's up video dude and they like take him under their wings and it's so sweet they love video teen it's a super it, th th this movie does have some really bizarre character decisions because they do take him uh -huh. under their wing they also threaten to murder him multiple times uh -huh. well because okay. they're insane right of course they're right, gonna right, do right. that <laughs> I would. I was thinking because when I'm watching movies like this, I think, how would I make it better? And I would have made that character a stand-in for the Juggalo community, where they completely take him under the wing and start training him. Um, no, they just threaten yes. to murder him multiple times, and you tell us where he's at, or we're gonna kill you. There was also this was the beginning of where I realized that ICP is not as clever as they think they are, because we started getting a lot of quotes and one-liners from them. Because uh -huh, now yeah. they're, the dialogue is kicking in. And, and uh, Johnny Satanica is having a standoff with ICP. And Johnny Satanica starts laughing at them. And Violent J says, quote, that's how your mama laughed last night when I plowed her. And I go, if, yeah. if the mama's laughing at you. He also uh, asked Johnny how his life partner is doing after he had his head blown off. <laughs> And I was like, oh, it's a gay joke because gays are funny in 2008. That's great. It was shocking, again, to hear a movie where this is supposed to be selling the brand of ICP and they're using the anti-gay slurs. Like, yeah. it, we see that shift from that was totally normalized when I was growing up in the yes. 80s. And then there was that shift only in the past six years, seven years. Yeah, for sure. So again, this was an advertisement for ICP. The Asylum wanted a movie to compete with Death Race. ICP, and nowadays, like ICP, they are the Insane Clown Posse, but they're actually pretty inclusive. Like their fan mm -hmm. base, they're totally, just, it comes off really weird to yeah. just see the governor of California 
insulting his staff by using these anti-gay slurs and you're right yeah your life partner stuff yeah. and yeah really really but interesting it, it wasn't a shining moment but i still like that the one guy in icp called the video kid uh lil beef curtains <laughs> <laughs> i remember the yes yes <sighs> yeah, yeah we're back in the governor's office now yeah i don't know what they're talking about I'm really zoning out every time they're in the governor's office. 100%. I just don't yeah. care. And I have this quote that I don't remember anyone saying, and I don't think it's that funny, but you're the man. Shut the hell up. I don't know. <laughs> it uh, was weird. They kept. It was almost like they didn't have a budget to do what they wanted to do, so they kept what? cutting to the reporters, and they kept cutting to the governor's office, and all of that should have been one scene in the beginning. Yeah, um, absolutely. We, yeah, we're here to see ICP chop people up. And we're yeah. here to see a death race. And mm -hmm. neither of those those things are really minimized in this movie. Yeah. No, I was just going to uh, mention one of my favorite things in the governor's office is his bookshelves behind him while he's yelling at everyone are filled with textbooks and uh, sealed software boxes. That's it. That's, it. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, that, that, you know, is the sign of a very boring film when you're really analyzing the background. <laughs> you're like, oh, I remember that textbook when I was in college. Oh, look at it. It's Windows 95, still shrink-wrapped. <laughs> yeah. At this point, my favorite, I, I yelled out, no, Homeland Security has died at this point. Right. Um, that was were... totally, like, I did not expect that at all, especially yeah. so early. Yeah, burned alive. Mm -hmm. Both of them burned alive. The muscle-bound freaks known as Homeland Security um, are now dead, charred bodies in their Jeep. Mm. And it, it's weird. For a movie called Death Race, their cars keep breaking down. They're constantly walking. <laughs> they constantly have flat tires, so they're walking everywhere. But yeah, FX shows up and tells them there's an ambush coming at their next location. Right. Yeah. <laughs> And also, we get another insult to FX from ICP, and they call him Dick Fart. I like that <laughs> one as well. <laughs> I looked this up on IMDb. I don't remember when they said this. I'm assuming it was to FX, but apparently they called one character Kid Cock. <laughs> In I reference to Kid Rock, but again, ICP. Oh yeah, I yeah. saw that. I okay. do. I don't remember hearing it at all, but I did see that blurb on IMDb. And I'm thinking, ICP, that is so disgusting. If you call someone Kid Cock, they're not going to think of a Detroit rapper slash country singer. They're going to think you're you're a pedophile. Yeah, like, that's such a bizarre. Yeah, Ugh, it's so gross. And I'm sure they laughed really hard when they threw it in there, but oh my God, They're, this movie this movie is the definition of doesn't age well. And it hasn't even taken place yet. It still doesn't take place till 2033. How bad are things going to be yeah. when this movie actually becomes real? You know, is it not that bad already? I don't know. It could get worse. I guess. You could have one million of the most insane Americans over America's water supply. <laughs> like, remember that, Tressa, no matter how bad things get, it's not Death Racers bad yet. Yet. Yeah. Everyone decides that they're going to ambush the ambushers that yes. the Reaper has set up. Yes. They get there and ICP immediately beheads two dudes that are on the lookout for them. It was yes. great. I've never seen a fat man walk so silently in my life. <laughs> on, on a wooden creaky plank up these stairs. I mean, the guards yeah. probably couldn't hear them because the ICP music was so loud on the soundtrack. Right. I mean, you got to entertain yourself while you're waiting. 
Yes, as you're standing and looking down, this uh, he's lost a lot of weight recently, Violent J, but this 280-pound man, and we haven't even talked about the editing. I almost feel like we shouldn't because it's so <laughs> bad. But they do this thing where someone will move and then they'll rewind it and then they'll play it back. They'll do that during dialogue. Yep. You have four days, four days. And you're like, what? It's very wacky yeah. and very 2008 cool. Interesting, like, yeah. It was, like a, it was like a music video or something. Okay. They, they tried they tried and did well what exactly what they wanted to do i think <laughs> i think they failed <laughs> i wanted more icp i would have just had icp and maybe vagina mite or one other team on a mission mm. together against oh, the that should be the sequel that should be the sequel oh yeah because this is open to a sequel kind of yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a prequel we've talked about that savage race Savage Run is the prequel. Yes. Oh, that's what we need. We need the prequel to find out why they're all in there. That is true. That is true. People get, the ambushers get killed, yeah. blah, 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 whatever. But then we get back to the, the truck, the ice cream truck, and FX is dead. I was not expecting that one at all nope. either. Not I thought at all. he was going to be there, like helping them out and showing them where to go. Nope. That was a huge, not mistake, but it was just like, he could have really helped the story along a lot. Nope. It would have been the equivalent of if halfway through Star Wars, C-3PO got blown up. <laughs> I mean, he was the first yes. protagonist we meet. Mm -hmm. FX is the first good guy we meet. He started the whole thing. He's the one who got the information out there. He's the one who started the death race. He's the one who yeah. warned the world, and he gets killed off screen by a cyborg. Oh, it was a cyborg was, that did that. Yeah, yeah. He walked up silently. Sure. E, 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 e. Yeah, yeah. They didn't hear that. And he was killed. And Ugh. I thought it was interesting. The characters felt bad. They did. Yeah. They all, well, they knew he was valuable, but yeah. also they did feel bad. Yeah, I thought Johnny Satanica was like, oh, the little guy. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it did mm -hmm. seem, and, and Vagina might wanted to have sex with him because he was of a virgin. Course. We don't know right, if he right, was a virgin, right. but um, he was but raised he was. in a city of the one million most insane Americans. So I doubt there's many <laughs> dating opportunity, which oddly enough looked exactly like the industrial district of Van Nuys, California. You would constantly see semi trucks in the That's background. So weird. Yeah. I wonder how that happened. I don't know. I have hmm. no idea. <laughs> Do you imagine going to work that day, like working at a warehouse and all of a sudden you see a bloody ice cream truck just driving through your parking lot? And two clowns hop out and you have no, no idea what's going on. Again, Jesus Christ. What's going on with this city? <laughs> I'm moving. So Cyborg comes in after they find out and he, whatever, there's fighting. Do you have anything to add to this fighting scene? Because it's just nothing really gets solved here. I don't, but I have to once again apologize to you and the audience of the Asylum Case Files for recommending this movie because of the two <laughs> scenes that are about to happen. Mm -hmm. I saw this movie in 2008. It was a different time. I don't remember it. I definitely didn't remember this stuff. So these two scenes back to back are <laughs> some of the most horrific images that I've seen in a long time. And whenever you have something really dark and disturbing and gory and it's shot on video camera, uh -huh. It's way creepier. Yeah, because it looks more real. Yeah, yeah. So we're about to get into some heavy stuff. Do you, you remember what the scenes I'm talking about are? I remember one horrific scene that I would like to gloss over and not talk about. But... That's 100%. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So going anyway, we get to uh, Johnny pulls up to uh, a space area that says bar or canteen. or I don't know. It's, he, it's, it's a bar. 
and it's just a guy with a folding chair and a couple of cans <laughs> on a table. And uh, he's like, give me something to drink. I don't care what it is. So he tur- the bartender turns around and pisses in a... <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> what was up with that? It was oh. so weird and not important. Johnny drinks it and then beats the shit out of him. Oh, and that was the scene. Like, Johnny didn't it. see... Like, if anyone ever goes, you want a drink, and then they turn around and hold a cup at crotch level, you don't pa- patiently wait... <laughs> For the drink oh, and then take a sip. Be tasty. Yes. He takes a sip, throws it in the guy's face, and beats him to death. And you're like, what is the point of this? What is why do think about it? That probably took two hours to shoot. You had to bring uh-huh. an extra in, you had to get your props, you gotta get your chair mm-hmm. and your can. You gotta get the fake bladder to put the pee. <sighs> yeah. I don't think that was fake. <laughs> That's not how ICP rolls. It's all real. Oh, you're opening my eyes to so many things. <laughs> <laughs> so he beats that guy up the bartender yes. up and then he gets a scythe out of his truck or his car yes. i love a scythe i love yes. a scythe and he cuts the heads off two guys i guess well Th- that's debatable guys. he cuts the head off about 15 guys technically it's three guys but they keep repeating the footage over <laughs> and over and over again that's We're just like, because it's cool. I This was my favorite fight scene. I have to say, out of all the characters, once Homeland Security died, mm-hmm. I was all aboard the Johnny Satanica train. And his scythe, how I've always pronounced it, scythe, but um, I don't pronounce stuff correctly. Um, I will <laughs> believe that scythe is how you do it. He begins twirling around, and then they reverse the footage, and then he's going around, and it's the same three people dying over and over and over mm-hmm. again. Fantastic. Thank you, Roy, for the best fight scene in the movie. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was awesome. I guess when you drink human urine, it kind of distorts time and space. Like you can attack someone and then it rewinds. I should try that. Yeah, I should too. That sounds really interesting. Antina. (laughs) (sighs) I totally forgot about that scene and I just watched that movie last night. Uh, Yeah. Asylum movies have a habit of doing that to people. You have a tendency to forget big chunks of the movie. Yeah. Uh, So he's cutting people's heads off with scythes and the bartender's not dead so he knocks him out from behind oh yeah yeah it, yeah and he chains him up like he as if he's going to quarter him by mm-hmm. arms and legs which i would have loved to see him being pulled so hard that his legs and Interesting, arms yeah yeah but he doesn't do that and you know why because they don't have the budget <laughs> well, no, that too. But plot-wise, the insiders show up. Oh, oh, right. Yes, right. Uh, yes. yes. The suspiciously shaped, exactly like Homeland Security <laughs> team, which were both these huge muscle-bound dudes, and one of them was like five foot nine, and the other one was six feet. They died off-screen, but now there's these two black-clad, muscle-bound dudes. One's five nine and one's about six feet. I don't know what you're insinuating because uh, I, they I, were very like they look like ninjas, and I'm sure uh, they're brand new characters. Okay, okay, <laughs> but yes, uh, Johnny Satanica is saved by the insiders. We find out that's their name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we cut to ICP outside of what looks like a giant circus. Yes, very fitting for the brand. Yes, yeah, so yeah. fitting. And they, uh, oh, and some sexy ladies are there, and they're like, hey, we're sexy ladies, or whatever they say. I don't remember. <laughs> God, this whole scene was so stupid. 
they they go to this tent and it's like this giant tent is like a 10 by 10 room yes and <laughs> with the couch they're like yep yep they're just like oh we're gonna make out and do nasty things to each other and a new lady comes in and she's like the <laughs> The sexy, the sexy women in this movie are so, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, they're caricatures of sexy yeah. ladies. And it, <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. It's mm -hmm. no woman is acting like that ever, especially if they're trying to be sexy. Well, especially if they're part of the 1 million most insane Americans as well. Remember, these right. are also inmates. It was funny when we did the three-headed shark attack, I said, the director definitely has a type because all the women <laughs> in that movie had like really pronounced clavicles and long necks. Yes, yes. This movie was the same way. When you watch a normal movie made by a normal director, uh, shocker of shocks, the women look different. They, yeah. You cast different women for different roles and they're in different ages and they have different body types. Mm -hmm. This movie, every woman looked exactly the same. Mm -hmm. Every The bad the Reaper had an assistant, the governor had an assistant, and you could have swapped the two actresses you never would have known. Vagina might, they stand out mostly for their costumes and their attitude, but right. all the other, the, the two female reporters, they all have a just a very slender body type. And you know that this director, they're all, all the women are like 25. They're mm -hmm. all of the same body type and it plays just across the board. And watching this scene, listen, like I said, I've hung out with Juggalos and I've hung out with people who think they're cooler than they actually are. And what? That's, that's what right. this scene felt like. <laughs> the two ICP, Violent J and Shaggy 2 Dope are sitting there and they're just spinning off one-liners. Yeah. I, I wrote down, the girl goes, you're big. Because Violent J is uh, clinically obese, right? I mean, like- He's a big he, guy. He's a big guy. I, I'm a big guy as well, I can say that. But when she goes, you're a big guy, he says, yeah, I'm big all around. You'll find Ugh. out when you get plowed in a minute. Gross. Gross. Totally and gross. then- um. We eventually we find out that these women are abstaining from sex with the opposite gender. That's what the leader says. And right. um, Shaggy Two Dope has the perfect comeback for that. I don't know why you need a comeback. He says, right now you're abstaining the chubby in my drawers from nutting all over the place. <laughs> God, no. Like what? And so here's the thing. Imagine you're sitting in a room these two guys walk in, they think they're like super suave. And mm. someone goes, yeah, I'm abstaining from alcohol. I'm fasting. And some guy goes, <laughs> and says that quote in mixed company at a party. You'd be like, what are you talking about? You are insane. And he'd be like, yes, I remember the insane clown posse. It's Speak such a bizarre. For yourself. Speak your, if I heard somebody <laughs> saying that, I'd be like, man, this guy is fucking cool as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, ah. It's so, yeah, they remind me of people because they, they had 100% putting into the script. They had input into this. This is an ICP movie. And they had lines like that thinking it made them sound cool. And it doesn't. It makes them sound oh, yeah. like dorks. They had so much freedom with their lines. There are so many lines where you're like, there's no way anybody wrote these lines <laughs> except for them. Pretty much, pretty much. Oh, oh, so this, okay, so this leads up to her being like, haha, just kidding, we're going to cut your balls off. And she gets her garden shears out. Yes. And they're like, uh, not today, bitch. And they stab the new girl with those. And she's like bleeding out and she's dying. Everyone's dead. Like yeah. all the women are dead. 
and she's about to die and then he forces her to continue with the knock knock joke yes, that he's yes, saying yes. <laughs> and it was oh my god yeah what was a knock knock joke it was like knock knock who's there what's the governor's plan and why is he trying to it's like, what it wasn't even funny it wasn't like something like the joker said it wasn't even clever like they were trying to get information out of her i didn't no. write it down because i was like this is a knock knock joke this what what like she's spitting yeah. up blood and they're like no i said knock knock fucking finish the joke yeah. it, you know what here's the thing like this scene was very uncomfortable because yes they were going to chop off their nuts with the rustiest pair of garden shears in mm -hmm. existence i think this was the first pair of garden shears ever invented they're so old <laughs> and icp not only quickly ends that fight they brutally murder these women we've seen yeah. them like kick people in the face and mm -hmm. uh or like swing a chain or a hatchet uh this one they're like repeatedly stabbing this woman on the couch super yeah. grim very yeah. very out of place way more yeah. violent than it needed to be yeah yeah i have no insight into the thought process with that but i it has very much vibes of all people are equal, so we're going to treat women as equals in this movie as well and murder them in the most horrific way possible. It's interesting. Congratulations, I, lady. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're, equal rights. I can see that, <laughs> yeah. but even then it was more it was more brutal than... I mean, FX mm. death was off camera. Um, we yeah. saw a bunch of people die and they just kind of got kicked in the face. This one, it was like torture. And then Shaggy 2 mm -hmm. Dope is just... There was a camera angle of him just stabbing you. The camera is you're on the couch yeah. and he's just stabbing yes. you and you're like, dude, this is super dark. Super, yeah, it was very grim. Mm -hmm. You know this was supposed to air so, on the Sci-Fi Channel and they refused the movie. What? I can't believe this. What? <laughs> they was, refused this masterpiece? I can't. You watch that scene and then there's a commercial for Kellogg's cereal. <laughs> like, what is going on? All right, this next scene, um, I'm just, you know what? Nah, we're just not going to, we're going to pretend like this next couple scenes just didn't happen. Because if you plan on watching this movie, just fast forward for about five minutes because it's gross and no one needs to know about it. Yeah, yeah. It's again, these two scenes back to back, completely out of place. Yeah. Ruins the fun vibe of the movie. Did totally. it need to be in there? Yeah. It was totally unnecessary and gross. I mean, there are bits of it that are so stupid that they're fun yeah but the overall theme of these scenes made me sad yeah not yeah, sad yeah. made me i just hated them anyway no 100 yeah yeah so we got past these horrible scenes and queen b is fighting with johnny because he's making out with uh double d yes and uh she's like i'm gonna, I'm gonna run you over you're you're dead you're gonna you're gonna die and, but she doesn't. She, like, hits him with the car and then gets a machete <laughs> and kills him. And this was, it's interesting because this was one of those subplots that was building over the course of the movie mm -hmm. where Double D Dynamite, Double D Destruction, mm -hmm. and Johnny Satanic have been making eyes at each other. And right. they start making out and they start to fall in love. And at this Aww. point, Double D Dynamite, double, double D Destruction has to make a decision. Does she stay with Queen Bee or does she get with Johnny Satanica? And they, it's weird because the writers actually put some time into this. Or I should say the editors put some time into this relationship because <laughs> they kept showing flashbacks. So when Queen Bee kills Johnny Satanica, I was shocked. Yes, that was another absolutely. death. 
because he mm-hmm. was a main character. They build this thing up and they show Double D look really heartbroken of that. So yep. heartbroken. They show a flashback of when they were making out just a couple minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. And then a twist. Mm-hmm. Johnny Satanica is not dead and he shoots her best friend and I think lover. I think it's implied yeah. that, yeah. In yeah. front of Double D and now both the people she loved the most in the world are dead in a California desert inside a city of the 1 million most insane Americans. That was an interesting, I did not expect that. It was shocking. I did not expect it as well. And this is when she uh, has one of the best lines. This is officially the worst day of my life. (laughs) (laughs) After watching, that's a great, that is a great line after watching that, after murdering dozens of people. Because at this point, their scores are in like the 600s. They've all murdered at least 60 people. And she just met Johnny Satanica, but there was a connection there. And yeah, this is officially the worst day of my life. You're right. That is her line. Um, Poor, poor double D destruction. Well, that's sad. So we get back to, what are we, back to the Reaper in his little cave or whatever, and he's still talking about the Saren, and he's still mad that it's not ready. Again, I guess we're just tension, I guess, tension mm-hmm. building. And we're, maybe ICP will get to him in time at this point. We He might actually do it. Oh, they're in his little hideout place. They're in the building. And they're both, like, up against the wall with their weapons and kind of, like sneaking up and then double d comes strolling in like nothing's happening and gets <laughs> axed in the shoulder shocking what shocking i did not what? expect that at all me neither she, she was she was just walking around this hideout she should have known something was up because the icp music nobody move nobody get hurt <laughs> nobody move nobody get hurt which we've heard this song like four right. or five times by now she didn't hear that she should have heard the music and right? thought and yeah, violent Shaggy Too Dope takes a hatchet right to her neck. Mm-hmm. And he actually feels bad for it, but then he goes, It was her bad. She shouldn't have walked into my hatchet. Yeah, the other one's like, Are you gonna go check on her? What's going yeah. on? And he's like, Man, she's still walking and talking. She alright. <laughs> After taking a hatchet to the neck. Um, yeah. And that was again shocking. You're like, okay, so now all the characters have been dead. I don't know who these mysteriously buff insiders are. Um, no. and ICP is running around. Yes, will they save the day? I, I'm I'm kind of on on uh, the edge of my seat. Same. They get into the I guess the control room of I don't know. Yeah. Where yeah. <laughs> Doctor Shank and the Reaper are. And... Can I also say that Doctor Shank is a yes. normal scientist? He's not a muscle bound <laughs> freak. He's not a super villain. He's just like his name is probably Thomas Shank. <laughs> Like, that's not a nickname. He's a, no- he, the whole time he's sweating. He's like, sir, I can't, I don't know if we can do this. I'm sure he was in the prison for like fraud, like tax fraud or right. something like that. <laughs> right. He, we keep saying Dr. Shank. Can you imagine like Dr. Claw from Inspector Gadget? No, you, mm-hmm. he's probably like your next door neighbor. You probably live mm-hmm. next to the Shankmans. <laughs> yes. But yes, Dr. Shank has now perfected his sarin. Yes, finally. But there's a byproduct. He has sarin, but now he has a barrel that is so explosive, it could destroy everything. He wheels that into their headquarters. It's like a glowing (laughs) red barrel. There's like smoke emanating from it. It might just actually be a painted red barrel, but a barrel shows up 
in my imagination, it was glowing because I wanted the movie to be better at this point. <laughs> he bring, he goes, okay, I made your hundred percent Saren, but this could this could also destroy everything in like a hundred mile radius. So let's put it right here. Yeah, let's let's keep it close because we want to yes. keep an eye on it. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I don't remember how this went down. I know I I just wrote ICP saves the day exclamation point. Uh, Doctor Shank axed. But then Homeland Security, I mean, the ninjas come in. Yes, yes. This is the, yeah, uh, ICP finally steps up to the plate. They're about to activate the button, and Shaggy 2 Dope throws a knife, or Violent J, whatever. I don't even know why I'm trying to say their names. <laughs> Just one is very, very overweight, and the other one isn't. He throws the knife. He kills Dr. Shank. Um, his family will never see this poor doctor who's been enlisted again. And yes, then Homeland Security blows shoots a missile into yes. this crowd of clowns and the reaper and they are disintegrated yep yes or so they think or so they think yes the homeland security they've now been revealed through a series of flashbacks in case when mm -hmm. they took their masks off you didn't remember and right. then they cut to the governor saying you buffoons homeland security was behind it again and then we see even more flashbacks in mm -hmm. case you don't remember Right. Um, they are told to look all over the laboratory and bring back the biggest piece of the Reaper yes. to get their reward. And they find a hand. Yes. And they leave. They looked everywhere. They looked all everywhere. they could find was a hand. Yes. I mean, they forgot to move this giant piece of plywood. <laughs> yes. But yes. they looked everywhere. Yes. This this piece of plywood that could cover up perfectly cover up two clowns. <laughs> Like that's the one Two place they didn't Large look. men, yes. Two giant clowns, <laughs> large. So they push away. Nobody move. Nobody get hurt. And we realize that they're not hurt. ICP music right. is swelling, but one of them is hurt. Yeah, he's got a splinter. He has a piece of balsa wood. It looks like a model plane hit him in the leg. Yeah. And he's like, oh, go on without me. I can't make it. Tell my family. It's so ridiculous. He says, do it for the juggalos. Yes, yes, he does. He does. Because right. now they know they were betrayed by Homeland Security. It was all a setup. The governor said, I knew right. those other buffoons could never take down the Reaper. So here is my plan. I was going to put two military guys in there. They were going to fake their deaths so they could run around as ninjas, assuming everyone else could get to the Reapers. And then they were going to show up with a missile launcher. Yes. That's a more convoluted plan than let's have a death race. <laughs> but yeah, so Shaggy 2 Dope runs after Homeland Security, who's on their way to the entrance of the Red Zone, the prison, to meet the governor. To have like a... a like a press conference. A, thank you, Jesus, yeah. a press conference. But while he's preparing for this press conference, very interesting, he starts talking about his assistants, how he needs a, a self-tanner and he needs to get his hair right and he needs to look younger. And I was like, oh, is this like a prequel to Trump? Because... <laughs> It's very sane. This movie is it's showing us what happens in the next 10 years for America. We should probably, this might be like the ultimate, what's that thing, uh, predictive programming. Like, yes. this could have been so many Illuminati tropes. They were behind the making of this movie. Way more sentient than The Simpsons. <laughs> what if it changes? What if each time you watch it, it changes? <gasps> oh, that's a good theory. I like that. But we won't ever test that because I don't think either of us should ever watch it again. I don't think anyone <laughs> should ever rewatch it. I've rewatched it and it's it's a rough go. Yeah, you're right. And I thought it was interesting too. So he had his female assistant. Yeah. She left halfway through the movie. 
she left and she tried to get as far away because she realized the whole plan wasn't going to work. And they go, where's she going? And they go, she's going to try to get out of the blast zone, but she's just being a scaredy cat. Does she ever show up again? I don't nope. remember her even. Nope. She Why packs up and leaves. Why did have her there in the first place? Like, she was like, no, this is a bad idea. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. Like, you, don't need her. Super interesting. But yeah. yeah, so now back at the Reaper's laboratory, the remains, you know, that's destroyed. Yes. Yes. Uh, Violet J has a piece of wood in his leg. And who shows up from around the corner? It's the Reaper. What? They didn't check around the corner either. They were looking for this guy who's who they needed to get free from prison. But they checked everywhere. They checked everywhere. And then one of the... If you've ever wanted to see a professional wrestler fight a fat clown, and the fat clown is laying down the whole time because he has a piece of wood, and he's just grabbing this wrestler's ankles, this is the fight for you. I know, mm -hmm. like... This is up there with the Matrix. I mean, forget bullet time. <laughs> this is fantastic. And it's just a giant guy trying to step on a clown. He Okay, we have to also, like, this fight is happening because ICP guy is like, are these poisonous waters going to reach Detroit? <laughs> oh, yes, yes, <laughs> and he's like, yes. of course, nobody likes Detroit. Oh, you're right because oh, that was it. Yeah, we found out the Reaper goes because uh, Violet J goes. Why are you doing this? And he goes, the government doesn't like people listening to your music. <laughs> what? <laughs> so like even that's his like that was one that was in his list of things. Government's corrupt. He's trapped right. in this prison. He's insane, yep. and they don't uh -huh. like ICP. But yes, is it going to reach Detroit? Man, no one likes Detroit. So yes, <laughs> this fight breaks out. And it is a battle for the ages. It is nothing but grabbing ankles and steps, yeah. stepping on people on a giant piece of plywood. It's wiggling. Mm -hmm. Nobody move. Nobody get hurt. <clears throat> intense. And then we cut back to outside the red zone. Yes, at the press conference, right? Yes. Pulling up to it anyway. Yes. He's the, got uh, his ICP dude's got his uh, ice cream truck with turrets is that what they're called yeah well the homeland security stole their ice cream truck he's oh. hiding in the back because <laughs> remember the jeep was destroyed the jeep was destroyed so they drive up in the ice cream truck they mm -hmm. get out they give him the the future president because he's talking about running for president now right. that is weird and they give him the hand and then shaggy jumps out of the back of the ice cream truck and begins shooting everybody yes. with an ak-47 and at that point yes. again another interesting i did not expect this the governor, in self-defense, because he's getting shot at, whips out his bomb, his detonator for their yep. head bombs. Yep. And then we get the best quote of the movie. It's also the lyrics of half their songs. <laughs> when he's about to press the button, Shaggy looks at him and goes, fuck the world. Yes. And then his head. Yes. Blows up. Fantastic. Homeland Security is dead at this point. Everyone, the governor survives. And then we cut back to the Reaper's headquarters. Yeah. And the fight is still going on between Violent J and the Reaper. And mm -hmm. Violent J, we realize he, he also has a bomb in his head. And his head is leaning against the giant barrel of explosive sarin. And he looks at the camera and says the immortal words. What's that? Fuck the world. <laughs> and uh, I love it so much. I loved this scene. I mean, mm -hmm. this was one of the biggest explosions in film history. <laughs> I mean, this, this, the entire Van Nuys Industrial District was completely devastated by this explosion. It went on for miles and miles and miles and miles. You would assume the only survivor is the governor's secretary, but <laughs> there gone. is another survivor. Okay. 
Okay, this was the most bizarre end <laughs> shot ever. Okay, first off, Double D is the survivor. She's yes. crawling out of the rubble. Yes. She's like crawling out. She gets out. Like, this is, wow, what's going on? She starts walking away from the camera <laughs> and then turns around and poses with their arms out straight. What the fuck was that? Super bizarre. And it's funny because I, when I had talked about this movie, I saw it in 2008 when it first came out. I was first one in the movie theater. Uh, had my Fago ready to go. <laughs> the uh, I I remember the only thing I really remember from the movie other than ICP was in it was that ending scene. It makes no sense why she turns around and does this weird pose. It, it smash cuts to eight minutes of credits. The movie oh. says that it's an hour and 32 minutes long. It's not, right? They have a lot of credits. After seeing it in 2008 to today, when I was talking to my little brother, I said, I remember that movie. And he goes, yeah, the one where the woman poses at the end. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so weird. It's so weird. It makes no sense. I could see her like a slow look over her shoulder like she's taking. Uh -huh. No, it's like no. a weird Batman pose or something. It was like a weird choreographed art. It was weird. Yeah. It made no sense. It was just like she, I, she walks away and then does a really quick pose to the camera. And I... I, I just can't fathom. I can't process it correctly because it doesn't make any sense. It's not even like it was a pose she did any other time in the movie. It wasn't like no. the vagina might pose. She never no. acted. It was so... I know people watching this, they're going to be like, what are you talking about? They'll look up the <laughs> clip on YouTube and they'll be like, huh, that's not that weird. In the context of the whole movie that's already so bizarre, mm -hmm. it doesn't make any sense. And think about all the other stuff that we've been like, oh... <laughs> All this other stuff we've hand waved off. The fact that when the first ambush happens, there's a bunch of people standing on the roof of a mini mart. How are they supposed to ambush people driving by in cars? You totally hand wave off so much stuff that makes no sense. And but by the end of the movie, you're done. Yes. You it's just too don't much. get it. It's too, that one scene is too much. And, and America's yeah. water supply, Detroit, is not now Detroit. Yeah, not Detroit. Fantastic. Yeah, I can't even joke. I can't even joke like that. <laughs> the movie's bad. I looked it up, and apparently they ICP agreed to do this movie because they wanted practice acting. Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> they were about to release Big Money Hustlers, mm -hmm, their own mm -hmm. movie, and then the prequel, Big Money Rustlers, where it takes place in the Old West. I've seen both of those. Right. They're better than this. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I got to say, as baffling as this movie was, as offensive as a yeah. few parts were yeah. i in the strongest words possible did not hate this movie interesting it was very much a dead race movie it it was very close to the original 1970s one mm -hmm. because it was so insane and it made no sense and i i didn't hate icp i i really didn't i think you and i need to pool our money together i'm mm -hmm. i'm this thing in a business venture, we buy the rights to Savage Run mm -hmm. and we together produce the prequel and <gasps> set the universe straight. Like we'll actually build that. We'll show the governor's rise to power. We'll yes. do all of this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll show we'll show the ICP's reign of terror and then it, it will end right when mm -hmm. Dr. Shank is walking into the... Yeah, we could do it. 
yeah, let's start that script. I'm going to put, what's that fan fiction website, fanfiction.net? Like among all the Twilight fan fiction and My Little Pony fan fiction, <laughs> there will be a story called Savage Run. And it'll be the beginning oh, of this. It'll, What's it, this? It, it'll go so far back that it'll actually just star the clown posse. This is before they're <laughs> insane. This is when they're like upstanding members of society. We go that far back. They're just the clown posse. I would like to request that it's not a slash fanfic if we could do that. <laughs> okay, no, it'll definitely not be a slash fanfic. I can definitely, Thank I can you. promise that. I can promise that. <laughs> but yes, maybe we'll see how the mechanical man got... He did now. I don't remember. He didn't die, right? He just walked off screen. I don't think they ever killed him. They beat the hell out of him. I don't know if he died or not. Yeah, I think he just continuously just kind of walked away when they didn't need him anymore. Um, just but, like well, we, so many people. Yeah, we'd assume that he probably died in the explosion. But yeah, mm. I can't say that I hated the movie. It's a journey. It's mm -hmm. one of the ugliest movies I've ever seen. Just the film stock wise, it's very yellow and green. Yeah. All the weird effects where they do fast forward and reverse and yeah. like, it was a product of his time is what it was. I thought what, this completely confused me. It was still less weird than the ending. There was one point where Violent J was walking and they did a split screen. So he's walking towards himself and he bumps into himself and he hits his head <laughs> against himself. I was like, I what? Yeah, what is this? Like, not that only is not only is the editing weird, they did a special effect, and that would be the same thing as if you were watching a guy and they had like a text bubble, and he looked up and he goes, "What's that? <laughs> what the fuck? What? Yeah, yeah, that was when he was in the Reaper compound. Yes, and I was like, oh, that's kind of genius. I kind of love that. <laughs> Yes, oh man. But yeah, no, Death Racers, I, 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 again, I'm embarrassed that I brought it up. I'm sure the Asylum is embarrassed that it was made. Oh, come on, it's the Asylum. They love it. Oh no, this is way below Asylum. Like, you think about this to Aquarium of the Dead or Zombies. Um, exactly. Yeah. It's <laughs> I think you just proved my point. <laughs> <laughs> they do put out some good stuff. They do. I recommend, I don't know if you'll do it for your show because it's really good. Hmm. King of the Ants by the Asylum. Oh, yeah, you were yeah, telling we me about, about that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to find that one. You know, I could go on about these movies forever because I love them so much. But do you have a favorite line from the movie? <sighs> um, I think I'm going to have to start measuring time in a million rim job years. <laughs> like, that is... God damn it, that was mine. <laughs> oh, well, that's how genius it is. Great minds think alike. I mean, think about it. The other ones are just like Hitler. <laughs> and my chubby from nothing all over like the rest of them like there's not a lot of good ones um i have yeah. to say my favorite moment is when we found out that the governor would not allow a real severed head in the death race <laughs> that again was just that was golden yeah that was great yeah. all right i found my other line the uh this is officially the worst day of my life. <laughs> yes, yes, that is awesome. <laughs> and you can quote that and people go, oh, what movie is that from? And you go, Death Racer. And then you turn around and you do that pose. <laughs> that should be the thing from I mean, now on when you leave a party. I do that party, anyway. You do it anyways. You're like, whoa, <laughs> double D distractions just like me. It's so relatable. You I so wear weird. my fishnets on my body and not my legs, just like all these other vagina mites. I'm a big <laughs> fan. That I think we've glossed over that name. That's a great name. Vagina mite was a great yeah, name. Yeah. When I told Andy that name, he was like, "Oh, are they Australian?" <laughs> I was like, "No, not Vegemite, <laughs> like dynamite, you idiot." 
uh, Vagina Might would be a perfect band. It would be the perfect name mm. for like a wrestle a group of wrestlers or a roller uh, derby team or anything. Yes. Like what a great agree. Yeah. Do you have an alternate name for this movie? Savage Run. No, that's our name that we're going to do. Oh, yeah, people. yeah. <laughs> um, if, let's see. A, an alternate name. Ooh, I mean, it's funny because it's a mockbuster, right? They had to have the Death Race name in there. But I would. Right. How about. Ooh, let me think. I think that I'm just going to go with Fuck the World. <laughs> <laughs> nobody move, nobody get hurt. <laughs> that is the line we hear the most. Yeah, I don't know. I, I would say America's Water Supply. And then colon, oh. is it safe? And you think it's a documentary. You think it's like a documentary about environmentalism and you put it in <laughs> and then it starts Wait off. With, <laughs> yes, you're watching halfway through and you're like, hmm, this is weird. I thought David Attenborough was going to narrate this, but he is not present. Yet, we'll have to keep watching. <laughs> we'll have to keep watching. Plus, I'm very curious of what's going to happen with Johnny Satanica and Double D <laughs> Destruction. Yeah, it's funny. I th This is one of those movies, like Demons at the Door, which was the director's first movie, Yeah. that I think the cast had fun making this movie. Oh, I think yeah. the crew had fun making this movie. Mm -hmm. And I really feel like these people, as bad as it is, they tried. Yes. 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 Like they were having fun yeah. with it, but because you felt it when FX died, you're like, oh, mm -hmm. like it was poorly edited. You could have you could have tightened the movie up and maybe maybe given them three weeks to make it yeah, and it would have yeah, yeah. been better for it. But no, overall, I thought the to me, the most boring part was the reporters. Oh, yeah. We like didn't need you that. could tell that was very much like a comedic after effect. Yes. But it's just like, yeah, we get it. You don't need yeah. to keep doing it. It's fine. And FX death was heartbreaking. It was. I was not expecting mm -mm. that at all. I thought he was going to be there forever, and he just wasn't. And it's sad. Yeah, maybe he would have become a third juggalo. They could have. But it was interesting because in the end, everyone dies anyways. Yeah, exactly. So I didn't. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Um, I didn't expect a fight scene where one guy was laying on the ground the whole time. <laughs> I do love a movie where everybody dies because you're like. Don't get attached because this is this is not real life. Yeah. Or is it? It is real life because everyone dies. That's true. And this movie predicted a lot of stuff. Yes. I think we do have to watch the movie one more time, maybe every year and see what new stuff it's predicted. That's true. Yeah. There you go. And like as a basis to writing our prequel. Yes. Yes. Savage Run. <laughs> a Slater Carpenter joint. Yes. Yes. All right, tell me all of your things you want to promote, Jason. First off, go watch Demons at the Door. <laughs> if, if you got anything <laughs> from this episode, go watch this uh, movie. We just watched Death Racers. Go watch Demons at the Door. I think 11 or 12 people have seen it in total. It's my favorite <laughs> bad movie ever. By the end, Noted. you will be cheering. I love it. And then I have my podcast, Dead Rabbit Radio, the daily paranormal conspiracy and true crime news. Oh, I you absolutely... have a podcast? I, I had do. No idea. Yeah, wow. yeah. It's a lot of fun. And we got a bunch of cool stuff coming up. So yeah, check that out. If, you, if you're into that stuff, if you're into spooky stuff. No, you should check it out. It's a great podcast. Thank you. You're welcome. Jason, it was such a pleasure, such a fun conversation, such a, <laughs> such a movie. Such a movie. I think <laughs> if we do this again, mm -hmm. you should pick the movie. <laughs> because this movie I mean I was deeply embarrassed like, I mean as I was watching I was like I can't believe I recommended this movie to a friend of mine 
that we now have to talk about it on the air. But apparently you didn't hate it. Like I, I felt it was unwatchable and had no format. <laughs> so I'm glad you were able to lead this discussion. Well, you know what? You are one of the few people. No, you are the only person that I talk to on this podcast that is actually familiar with the asylum. So this was a nice little everyone who picks a movie is like oh my god i'm so sorry and the <laughs> fact that you get to experience that makes me very happy <laughs> yes i i yeah i i am i deeply apologize <laughs> no no don't it's lovely all right well i guess that's it for this week thank you everybody for listening and i will see you i guess next week bye Thanks for joining us this week on The Asylum Case Studies. Special thanks to podcaster Jason Carpenter and a very handsome and talented Andy Slater, our mixer and engineer extraordinaire. Make sure to visit us at AsylumPod.com where you can subscribe to the show on iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever, so you'll never miss this case study. While you're at it, if you found any bit of enjoyment in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Unless you're going to be a dick, then no thank you. So until next time, I'm Tressa Slater. And when was that ever in a million fucking room job years thought to be a good idea, huh?